0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. It's called Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly. And I'm your other host, Erin. Yay. It's been a hot minute since Erin has been here. And And the
1: minutes just got hotter now that I'm here. (laughs)
0: so Erin came prepared today she is going to be leading the
1: episode yes so I found a bunch of serious questions asking if someone is the asshole in the workplace environment okay I feel like this is something that literally everyone relates to, unless you yeah. are like... Even if you work from home, you have coworkers that you have to deal with. Everyone can relate to these serious issues. Serious? <laughs> I'm like, what is this going to be? Okay. I know. I feel like when I was reading through some of these, I was like, wow, my job is not that bad. <laughs> when I was reading other people's complaints.
0: I'm excited. I know. I'm going in blind this episode. So I'm like... The co host. You are welcome to my show.
1: Wow. Wait, okay, so I have to start this off with a very funny workplace story that one of my coworkers pulled, not at my office, but at an office she worked at before. So Rachel tells me this story about how she's working in our area, like Philadelphia area, one summer day. And it's just like absolutely beautiful out. And all of her friends are at Six Flags. And she's like, I need to get to Six Flags. So she concocts this plan in her head that I think many of us have concocted but never actually pulled through with. She goes right up to the security camera in her office, gives it a little like side eye to make sure it's looking at her and recording. And she passes out faints onto the floor intentionally right so she's fully conscious faking that she's passed out on the floor so she hears everyone come running up and she's like I'm not sure if a faint is gonna get me out of work so she starts seizing fake seizing. What she didn't think about was the fact that she worked at a medical supply company. I think it was like an ambulance supply company that put stuff in ambulances. So they brought over like medications to her. Oh my God. She says that. They put a needle in her arm and she said that in her conscious fake seizing state. She was like, shoot is this supposed to make me stop seizing so she stopped and like woke up i was like what happened and they not only had her leave work but they sent her to the emergency room Oh, my God. They ran tests. Obviously, there was nothing wrong with her. And they sent her home. And they didn't want to let her leave at first because they were like, no person just starts having seizures. (laughs) So she got stuck there all day. They called her boyfriend at the time. He couldn't believe what was going on when she told him.
0: She didn't make it to Six Flags that day,
1: but she didn't go into work the next day. So she did go to Six Flags the next day.
0: That kind of plan has never crossed my mind.
1: (laughs) I'm going to be honest, I have definitely considered fainting at work. I have never considered doing so in a doctor's office or hospital, let alone seizing, (laughs) waiting till it gets to the point where there's a needle in my arm and thinking, crap, is this supposed to stop me from seizing? I better stop seizing.
0: She must be a good actor because (laughs) how could you do that and pull it off to the point
1: that they actually inject you? I'm sure that the people working there weren't like emergency medicine personnel and new to like do the thing where they lift your arm and drop it on your face to see if you're actually in control of your own body. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Exactly. So, like, if you ever watch in a medical show and someone's having a seizure and they think they're faking it, they'll lift up their arm over their face and drop it. And if the person is conscious and faking it, they won't let themselves get smacked in the face. They'll like catch their arm and slow it down or something. But if they really can't control it, they're gonna smack themselves in the face. Oh, wow. So obviously no one in Rachel's office (laughs) thought to do that because she wouldn't have smacked herself in the face. They stuck a needle
0: in her. It made her stop seizing. I'm shooketh over this story. What did they put inside of her? I
1: don't know. I wasn't there. (laughs) Scary. But it's honestly when she told me this story, I think I almost peed my pants at work. Just hearing her tell her version of it and hearing her when the moment she said to me, crap is what they're giving me supposed to
0: make me stop seizing now. (laughs) Who thinks that's insane? I had one personal story to share and it was (laughs) so on a different level than that. My story was going to be I worked in a clothing store two summers in a row. And both summers, somebody shit in the dressing rooms. (laughs) It happened multiple times. I was reading
1: work horror stories on Reddit and someone wrote that someone... (laughs) shit in their bathroom at work and they don't know if it was the same person or someone else stepped in it like they on the floor and someone stepped in it and walked out of the bathroom into the office with it and they said it smelled so bad that they shut the office down
0: the one time when somebody shit in the dressing room it started outside of the dressing room so there was a trail of it all the way in there oh my god it was ridiculous I honestly feel bad for the person that it happened to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because if it obviously wasn't an
1: intentional thing. Yeah, she
0: was obviously not choosing to do that, but yeah. I am Yikes. glad that I wasn't the one that had to clean it up that day. A lot of us have worked in hospitals and have had to clean up much stuff in our lives. That's true. Hopefully at a hospital you're not getting paid minimum wage though. So you kind of know it. You kind of <laughs> know what you're in for
1: at least when you You'd be surprised because um, I'm not talking doctors or nurses I'm talking the techs and the staff oh, yeah. getting paid not big bucks to clean up. You remember that next time in your ho- in a hospital and you're yelling, "Nurse!" Just think about the people that are coming to take care of you.
0: Okay. Let's okay. get into the stories. <laughs>
1: This person wants to know, am I the asshole for not buying all new underwear for work? (laughs) I, 22 male, am a lead teacher in a 3K classroom with three-year-olds. I have two assistant teachers in the classroom, both middle-aged women. I do a lot of running around and activities with the children, so the center has literally told me to wear athletic clothing to work. I'm fine with that. I typically wear a t-shirt and either athletic shorts or joggers. Now, I'm a tall guy, think 6'6", so obviously I have to bend down a lot if I'm working with three-year-olds. Apparently, sometimes when I bend down, the top of my underwear shows over my shorts, and one of my assistant teachers insists on commenting when they see it all the time. She'll say stuff like, I see London, I see France, and even comment on the colors. She'll make comments on it not being professional. I want to clarify that my boss has come to watch me teach many times and has not made any comments. Yesterday, my boss pulls me over to the side and says the assistant teacher has made some complaints about my attire. She suggested I wear more muted underwear to work if it's going to be visible. Not only was it incredibly embarrassing to hear my boss talk about my underwear colors, but doing so would only require me to literally go out and buy all new underwear. My current underwear are pretty bright colors, except for the one pair of white briefs that I'm not even sure still fit me, to be honest. I want to be clear that the issue is not that my underwear shows maybe once or twice a day. She even admitted that it's a natural part of being bent over so much. But it's the fact that apparently it's attention grabbing this is incredibly embarrassing and I want to know if I'm the asshole if I simply ignore it as all my other feedback has been good and I can't imagine them firing me over this
0: (laughs) Hmm. okay wait I have mixed thoughts okay at first I was gonna say no not the asshole because he shouldn't have to buy underwear just because they can see the top of it. But also, I'm sure that the school has a dress code for the teachers. So he said they... at the beginning, he said that they told me to wear athletic wear to work. Yeah, but I'm sure there's kind of a dress code at any school for the teachers, just in general. Like when you get a job there, mm-hmm. do they tell you what to wear? I don't know. Yeah, like you, get... you can't
1: wear jeans every day.
0: Well, maybe some places you can, but I'm sure there are some schools that you can't. I don't know. So, like, if there's a dress code, they probably would be able to tell him that he has to buy new underwear and he would just have to do it.
1: <laughs> Maybe the school could buy him new underwear. Teachers don't make a lot of money. It's not fair to tell him he has to buy new underwear.
0: But, like, is his underwear showing actually a necessity? Like, sure. Yeah, he bends over a lot. But if I were to bend over <laughs> to pick up a child or something that I drop, my underwear's not showing out of my pants. So why is it okay that it's him? I don't know. If I had athletic <laughs> shorts on and I bent over and someone could see my underwear, I would be so embarrassed. I would be getting new I shorts. Think,
1: I think it's different for men. Like their waistband yeah. always like rides up a little bit or their Right, Their pants waistband slides down a little bit I think that's I hate to you know normalize like men versus women but yeah. I think that culturally it just is a thing that men's underwear shows okay with like with athletic clothing yeah like, yeah it slides yeah. around it's slippery
0: no I agree but I feel like if it was the other way around if it was a woman whose underwear showed every time she bent over a lot more people would be quick to be like you need to get bigger clothes or Something you need to get a been belt. done about it by now yeah exactly <laughs> So, by that standard, I'm like, we probably shouldn't be able to see our teacher's underwear. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't want to see that. I would
1: like to know what my teacher friends think. I think my <laughs> teacher friends would agree with your standard of like, if it was a woman, something would have been done about it by now. Yeah. But at the same time, they're going to, I feel, see what I'm saying about it's no, just I get more it. normal for a man.
0: Yeah. Guys walk around with their underwear hanging out most of the time anyway. Right. So, why not? But it do is it in- a pre school it is a professional <laughs> setting yeah so I'm like, I don't know. I don't think he's an asshole if he doesn't want to buy all new underwear. <laughs> like That's not what makes you an asshole. He would be an asshole if you like flip the tables and like, <laughs> you know, made a scene when somebody asked you politely. So you not wanting to buy new clothing, that's very justifiable. Yeah. But I wouldn't think that the school is an asshole if someone higher up than him made him get clothes that fit or that get clothes that didn't show his underwear.
1: I also think if anyone in this story is an asshole, it's his
0: co-teachers that are like, yeah. I
1: see London, I see France. Yes. Come on. <laughs>
0: Come on. <laughs> BFFR. <laughs> be, be freaking for real. I can't. I think if I bent over <laughs> and one of my coworkers in a professional setting said I see London. (laughs) I see France. I would never show my face again in that establishment. I would file a complaint to HR. Wait, why doesn't he just tuck his shirts in? That's what I'm saying. Yes, I get it that a lot of guys, their underwear shows in a lot of clothes, but it doesn't have to be that way. And that is exemplified in women's clothing. Yeah, my thoughts
1: just spiraled to like, if my underwear showed at work, who would say that I see London, I see France. And then I was like, the doctors, the staff, the patients. (laughs) And then I was like, wait, my underwear never shows at work because I wear scrubs with my shirt tucked in. And then I was like, wait a second. Why is an OP just tucking his shirt in? Exactly. Unless he's tucking it into his underwear.
0: Exactly. So I feel like (laughs) the fact that he's not buying new underwear for work, that's fine. (laughs) we shouldn't know the color anyway but i feel like there's something else that he could do to avoid this (laughs) this problem
1: yeah okay all right op not the asshole just tuck your
0: shirt in yeah there's a simple solution (laughs) problem solved okay can i read a story because i can't resist I don't like the relationship between my husband and his work wife, and neither does her partner. I'm a beautician, female thirty five, married to an engineer, male thirty four. He is very intelligent, and I'm always proud of him. He has a colleague who is also very intelligent, female thirty one obviously, that he is close to. Before the events that led me to this moment of seeking help online, I never had any reason to be uncomfortable about his relationship with her. I always felt secure in our relationship. We're both independent people who would just leave if we weren't happy together. We've been together for five years, married for one and a half. My husband and I were on a three-day trip with my husband's colleagues. I tradition at his work every autumn. We came home yesterday morning. I had a bad taste in my mouth after this trip. It felt like me and the colleague's partner, male 35-ish, were the third and fourth wheel to my husband and his colleague during the entire trip. During dinner the second night, I was silently playing with my food after almost two days of being ignored. The partner was also silent at first, but we started talking a bit, asking each other generic questions. The colleague, who was in a very loud argument with my husband, more of a back-and-forth teasing, suddenly turned around and asked what we 2 her partner and me, were up to talking quietly. Her partner said that we were just getting to know each other since they, my husband and the colleague, were too busy talking about things that we knew nothing about. The colleague laughed and said, what could we discuss with you? Makeup and Kim Kardashian? Oh my God. And she nodded towards me. We have more intelligent things to discuss. I was dumbfounded. I guess because I'm a beautician, I can only discuss Kim Kardashian I mean, any outsider to any profession would be dumb listening into two people discussing work-related subjects. They would have been as ignorant if I was talking to my coworkers about our job. My husband just laughed and the partner said, that's rude. I said nothing because I had distaste for the whole situation. On the last day of the trip, I spent most of my time with the partner. I ignored the other two. Yesterday evening, the partner DM'd me and wanted to talk about their significant others. He said he had been feeling uncomfortable about his girlfriend's relationship with my husband and that he went through her messages. He sent me screenshots where my husband and his colleague were basically calling me stupid and shallow and laughing about it, while mostly the colleague saying mean things and my husband laughing and adding in. Sometimes he would say something like, no, I love her, about me, and she would answer, You only like banging, hot, dumb chicks, and they laugh. When the texts aren't about my stupidity, they're about work, and in one of them, my husband wrote, I love your brain, to her. I started crying when I saw the screenshots. Never have I ever felt so self-conscious about my brains or profession. I love my job, and I thought my husband loved it too, or at least didn't have disdain for it. I've been my own boss for over 10 years. I make closer to six figures. I never thought of myself as a dumb person. I like to think I'm fairly well-informed and I have a passion for history, languages, cultures, etc. But yeah, I'm not an engineer working on some design for artificial hearts. Still, the text complimenting the colleague hurt me more than the ones making fun of me. I don't know why. I think my husband and his colleague are out of line at best and, well, probably screwing. I still don't know what to do. The last thing I want to be is the insecure wife. If he isn't happy with me, why is he here? Wow.
1: I have never, like, heard a story where I've immediately been like, walk away, walk away, walk away, if it wasn't, like, abusive or we already had proof that they had cheated or, like,
0: yeah, this. Walk away. I feel like this at best is emotional cheating and at worst is they're fully in love and like having an affair outside of the text messages your partner is supposed to be the one that is building you up and the person that has your back in any situation your absolute biggest supporter yeah exactly and the fact that he's ripping you apart over text messages I'm sure it's happening in person if it's happening over text. The girl is probably mad jealous of you and wants to convince your husband to see you differently so that she can move in on him. Why she's still with her boyfriend and why he's still with you if they like each other. Like OP asked if he's happy with her. Why is he still here? I think that's because it's extremely hard to leave a relationship regardless of if it's going well or not. But you have to leave the relationship. That's insane. You yeah. have to walk away from someone like
1: that. You absolutely, yeah. positively cannot stay with someone who tears you down to your face or to your back, who supports someone who says absolutely like ignorant stuff to you that knows nothing about your job and what you do. Yeah. Like, how ignorant to not know what someone does and be like, oh, you talk about Kim Kardashian. Come
0: on. Also, that's not even an insult. Like, if the girl's like, all I could talk to you about is Kim Kardashian. It's like, what does that even mean? Like, that's the worst form of trying to insult someone. I would love to know what
1: Kim Kardashian's beauticians make, (laughs) money-wise, Yeah, because their brains have to work on a whole other level than yours and mine do to make that woman perfect. Second of all, Kim Kardashian has nothing to do with her job type of thing. So like, you're just an idiot, honestly. I don't really care what you do for a living. You can have,
0: you know, book smarts, but clearly you're an idiot because, like, what the fuck? She's definitely just so jealous of the wife and she's doing everything she can to convince herself that you are not as good as her. Yeah. I hate the idea of like work wife and work husband. I know. Like, you do not need a work wife. Right. Like, that is so concerning. Yeah. Like, yes. Have coworkers that become your friends after many years working together. Like that's mm-hmm. great. But I hate the phrase work wife and work husband. Like, ew. And you can you can have
1: that if you're not married. Oh, or, sure. You know, yeah. like have I mean have a work mom or a work brother. I have yeah. like a work brother who's literally like my best friend. Yeah. But like it's just I don't know. Like, you don't need that. I'm flabbergasted because I don't care who what your relationship is to this person like unless they are like your therapist they should not have anything negative to say about your significant other yeah like in any situation
0: yeah and i feel like the difference between being like oh that's my work mom it's like that's great because your mom isn't at work and now at work you have this person that's like has your back looking out yeah guiding you yeah always looking out for you work husband Work wife, what are you missing? It doesn't make sense when it comes to a romantic relationship, because it's like, what do you get from your wife? You get flirting, you get sex, romantic interests. That's not something you need at work. Right. So if this person is giving you the other things that a wife would give you, like friendship or companionship or someone that has your back, call them your work best friend. Right. Why does it have to be called your work wife? Like that is right. just crossing a line. Yeah. I really don't like that term. It's so bizarre to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's actually insane. Yeah. I'm like, I, I actually am at a loss for words at this, yeah. this story. I feel so bad for OP. Yeah,
0: and I like, do too.
1: The fact that it took, you know, the husband of the of the work wife to go through the messages. Like, come on. You should have, a line should have been drawn in the sand the second she made a comment to your face. Yeah. You should have left that weekend getaway. And the fact that he did not stand up in that moment and say, don't speak to my wife like that. Yeah. Done. Absolute garbage. Walk away from me right now. Yes. You will stand up for me or you will not be my husband. That is
0: crazy. The fact that your husband just stood there and watched her insult your intelligence Mm-mm. 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 no no I feel like if that was a stranger I would stick up for her yeah.
1: like if I was in a
0: setting with a bunch of co-workers and their and their partners that I never met and someone insulted someone else's intelligence I would hope that I'd be like what did you just say right like that right. was so rude and uncalled for I would hope I would say that about a stranger yeah. let alone my wife Or my husband, like crazy. Yeah. I just can't
1: stand anyone that treats anyone else as if they're dumber than them. Like get off your high horse. I don't care if you're an engineer designing artificial hearts and I do make up for a living. I don't care. Get off your high horse Yeah, because I promise you, you can have equal intelligence levels. You just chose different things in life. Yeah, Like someone chooses the arts and someone chooses the sciences.
0: Yeah. And like, another thing is, I'm not going to debate that some people are smarter than others. There are people that are so much more intelligent than me. You don't have to rub it in and you don't have to make fun of them to their face.
1: And it quite honestly doesn't matter yeah if you're smarter than me yeah it matters if we're going into brain surgery and i'm standing next to you sure yeah. that matters but in a room with other people at on a dinner, retreat, yeah at dinner
0: no that's what i mean. Who cares? yeah exactly that's what i mean it's like sure there are people that are smarter than other people there's people that are smarter than me but you don't need to rub it in my face just because you can. I cannot believe the husband let it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's unforgivable, I think. Yeah. Holy shit, I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah, walk away from that one. Yeah, Dodge a bullet when you're only a year into marriage, five years into the, don't stay there. Yeah. Because it's only gonna go downhill from there. And once a cheater, always a
0: cheater. Yeah. That's crazy. Damn, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, OP. Good luck. Godspeed. Do you wanna go again? Yes. I'm gonna get comfortable. Wow. It's fun being read to. (laughs) Okay,
1: here's another clothing one. Am I the asshole for wearing crab pants and a tie to work? crab pants i have to say when i read this story i was actually on a flight home from a work conference that i had worn white pants with a blue crab pattern on so this one really jumped out at me
0: okay Okay. i don't know what crab pants are just pants with crabs on them yeah oh literally
1: crab pants okay i 30 female got a new job during the pandemic, and it's at a tech startup, and I've been working remotely the whole time so far. I met some coworkers on a very short business trip last year, but we were all pretty much wearing the same clothing the whole time since we were traveling. Today, I had to go to the office with the rest of our city staff for an investor and client meeting. I don't really own any business clothes. On the trip, I wore my one pair of jeans. Usually, I like wearing really bright, funky clothing, especially if it's got a pinup or a 70s vibe. The closest thing I had to business casual was a pair of white pants with crabs on them. Wait, was OP wearing my exact pants?
0: Maybe. Did
1: I write this? Because I was on a trip. The closest thing I had to business casual was a pair of white pants with crabs on them. I had a button-up shirt, but it was bright pink, and I borrowed a tie from my boyfriend. The day went okay. I got a few looks from other people, and a few people said that they liked my crab pants. One of the investors even said that they really liked them. Near the end of the day, one of the women on the design team pulled me aside, saying that my outfit today was unprofessional, and my pants were childish, and that I was distracting, and my tie looked like a cry for attention. I said plenty of people were wearing ties, and she told me to take it off for the last client meeting, since they were a big client but I told her she was being sexist, and I refused to take it off. The client did stare a little bit, but the meeting went well, and my presentation seemed to go well overall. A few other ladies from the design team messaged me to say that my outfit was unprofessional. We ended up arguing, and we're having a Zoom meeting with the HR lady tomorrow to mediate. Was I the asshole? Should I have worn something else?
0: I mean, does wearing something that other people think is unprofessional, does that make you an asshole? No. This like
1: kind of pulls at my heartstrings a little bit because
0: you have crab pants. (laughs) (laughs) Because I myself wear crab pants. Because
1: I wore crab pants to a professional work meeting. However, I think that no matter what you wear doesn't take away from your intelligence level. Like I hate to be the person that says, oh, you have to wear business clothing to your business job Because that doesn't make you any smarter than the person next to you. And quite honestly, people that are very successful in business might not have an eye for fashion. Yeah. Let's be real. I work in science. If I didn't wear scrubs every day, my outfits would be horrendous. But that doesn't mean I'm not good at my job. And really, this person could have gone in, crushed their presentations. The investors could have loved them and loved the crab pants just because some old lady on the HR team didn't like the
0: way you look. Like, come on. I think that this one could go either way because I agree with all of that. And I think the idea of, like, wearing business clothes is sometimes pointless. Like, what is the point? Like, in our society, like, why is it that businessmen wear suits and business ladies wear w- suits whatever it is <laughs> yeah, like, the they all wear, wear suits I guess <laughs> like I get it but like a blazer is only professional because like we think it's professional and I think as years go on more and more types of clothing are being accepted in office yes. settings and being seen as professional so yeah If I was in a meeting and someone I was meeting with was wearing funky pants, would I care? No. But it's possible that old executives or potentially new clients have a certain idea Mm -hmm. in their mind of the person they want to hire. And if they want to hire someone that's the most professional, they might judge you. They might just straight up judge you. It doesn't mean that it's right or that you're wrong for wearing that, but it's just facts. Like in the United States, people judge other people based off their clothing. Mm -hmm. So when you're in a professional setting, if you're wearing something that's not professional, so sad but true, people are going to judge you. People could think that you're weird. They could think you're unprofessional. They could think that you can't read the room and you don't know how to dress for a meeting. Mm -hmm. How are you going to know how to perform professionally
1: yeah
0: I've just had people work for me where I didn't love what they were wearing and I felt so bad about it but the whole entire day was on the back of my mind and I was like oh I've, I wish that that person was wearing something more professional because the client is seeing us all day yeah and I want to be judged to the highest standard yeah and I want to look like the most professional people here mm-hmm so I'm kind of on the side of the the boss in this situation. I don't know. I don't think OP's an asshole, though. But I think that it's not bad to have a dress code in a private business.
1: So I guess where my mind has kind of gone with this is that it doesn't sound that the outfit was unprofessional. Yeah, that's true. Okay. It Like, you know, for example, the crab pants that I wore to this this um conference that i went to i wore those because they're dress pants yeah they're designer brands that yes have crabs printed on them but i was in the south in a warm weather in what? <laughs> i love that you're just like justifying guys please no, listen, it was in the south <laughs> i was in the south in warm weather it fit the climate If I had worn a suit, I would have been sweating to death. And other people were in business casual outfits that were much less professional than my crab pants were. So I think that my issue with trying to defend OP here is that she doesn't sound like she was unprofessional. Yeah. Just because you don't like that a woman wore a tie or wore crab pants doesn't mean that she wasn't in business professional clothing. Just because there was a print on it.
0: Wait, is it a woman? Is OP a woman? OP is a 30-year-old female. Okay. She's wearing a button-down. Okay, button-down dress shirt and a tie with, like, slacks that happen to have a print on them. Yes. I feel like that's different. That's what I okay. think this is. Okay, no, I agree with you. Just because they are patterned doesn't mean they're unprofessional.
1: Don't come for the crab pants. Yes,
0: true. But as someone who has hired other people mm-hmm. and been like kind of crazy about what they wear, I can see where the HR and where the higher ups are coming yeah. from because other people can be so judgmental. Yeah. And When you're in a business setting, it's easiest to just avoid getting judged. Like, of course, we want to change the standard and we're like, you know, what? doesn't matter where you are. You can be intelligent. Right. The sad truth is when you're having a business meeting and you just need to get in and get out and get it done and get the client, you're going to do what's yeah, easiest that's you know tr-
1: yeah no I completely agree like don't get me wrong I have yet to wear my crab pants to a job interview yeah or anything you know serious but yeah you're right now I do think that like there is a, st- a standard for reason and I yeah. definitely uphold that standard I mean as much as I wear scrubs over, I don't go don't go to work like in dirty wrinkled, yeah looking scrubs like I go to work looking professional every day yeah. I think that what this also sort of boils down to is did the person who told her to take off the tie have the right to do that too because now this is going to hr and if we're looking at strictly the facts and this comes up to hr's table and hr has to mediate are they going to look at this and say you had the right to tell this employee to remove her tie no would you tell a man to remove his tie Right. You can't just tell someone to remove their tie because you don't like it.
0: I'm curious about that, too, because did the coworker tell her you need to get changed? Near the
1: end of the day, one of the women on the design team pulled me aside saying my outfit was unprofessional. My pants were childish and the tie looked like a cry for attention. Um, She told me to take it off for our final meeting, but I told her she was being sexist and I refused. And then a few other ladies from the design team messaged me later in the day to say I was unprofessional. We ended up arguing and tomorrow we have a meeting with HR.
0: Yeah, I feel like if they are not on her team and like her manager, they shouldn't have said anything to her unless they wanted to come at her from a friendly angle And be like hey our last meeting they're really serious like they might judge us based off how we look do you think you would look better without the tie it it might just look a little more professional for today or something like that instead of being like your pants are childish right you look bad or like take it off obviously that wasn't their MO if it's going to HR Yeah, exactly. Like, they wouldn't have the right to say that.
1: If you're worried about OP being professional, you can hold yourself in a professional manner. Yeah. And conduct yourself professionally, and you're not doing that by calling her childish and acting sexist and telling her what to do. You want to be professional, you're worried about what OP is wearing, speak to OP like you're a professional.
0: Yeah. It sucks that there's such a stereotype around what is considered to be... Professional clothing, but I guess like you could say that about any type of dress code. Like earlier, I was gonna get into the idea of like a blazer is only professional because we think it's professional in society. We just see it as professional. And then I'm like, well, you could say the same thing as like an evening gown. You're like, an evening gown is only black tie because we make it black tie. And it's like, yeah, that's facts. And that's just how society is. And it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Right. But I mean, it sucks that they were like making fun of her for her outfit choices. But I don't know. I'm I am just so critical of myself and my subcontractors that I hire to work for me when a client is present. And I just feel like dressing to a higher standard makes people look at you and think differently about you it can be sad that we're based off of how we look and what we wear Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of facts and I don't know how to change that and I think it's it is slowly changing like there are more types of clothing that are accepted in office settings like we said earlier but it's going to take a long time and like many many years and many people wearing those things until it becomes a standard and so I don't think you can change the standard overnight and To an extent, I, I kind of believe in the standard as a business owner. Yeah, who is like trying to impress clients? Like I'm kind mm-hmm. of on the HR side.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry, OP. I think the crab pants are probably so cute.
1: I think that <laughs> if the outfit worked and it looked professional, yeah, then it's fine. Yeah. Like, let's be real. Not to defend anything again, but, like, I wore crab pants to a conference. Everyone <laughs> said they looked good. Everyone, like, it was totally professional. Yeah. There was no questions asked. Yeah. I mean, unless it was said behind my back. But no one said, <laughs> "Aaron, take that off before you go into She's one like, more meeting today. I just got an email from HR.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shoot and,
1: let's cut this short. No, like, there was no problems with them. The crab pants were fine. So I yeah. think that it really depends on
0: how the outfit truly looked and where yeah. the, what the issue really was. Yeah, totally. Anyway, that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast, because I want to be able to wear pajamas to work. Isn't that awesome? Slamming jammers. Fun fact, I'm currently wearing my friend's ex-boyfriend's pajama pants. Nice. They're very comfortable. Nice. They were way too small on him, and they're too big
1: on me. Cute. I'm wearing my own clothes, and I would wear crab pants if I had to.
0: I could do a story. Fine, do a story. (laughs) I'm like, Aaron's gonna lead the episode, and I'm like, but I have a story. I feel like this one will be good. This one's kind of funny. Good. It's kind of funny. Am I the asshole for being cold to a newish coworker? Probably. I, I, 29, male, am a super social guy at work. We used to have a really cold, unwelcoming office, and my team four of us all together were brought on to improve morale so i'm not saying that to brag it's literally part of my job description organizing events fielding complaints and relationship dynamics just generally making sure everyone is comfortable and happy i'd like to say i'm pretty darn well liked and i haven't seen any evidence to the contrary yet and this has spilled over into my life in general and I'm one of those always smiling types overall. The reason I say this is because my colleagues have recently asked if I have a problem with our newest starter, 31 Female. She works in sales and is a little quiet, most likely because she's new, but she's nice from what I hear. I've not got anything against her, personally, per se, but she's allegedly mentioned to my team, but not me, that she doesn't get invited to outside-of-work events, non-official functions, parties, dinners, etc. She's looped into all the official events, of course. And she spends a lot of time alone in and around the office. I admit to giving her a wide birth, but that is just because during her first week, what is a birth? B e r t h, and it's wide. <laughs> what the heck? We're about to learn something. Hold on. Birth? A wide birth? I don't think I've. I that don't sounds think I know. like a lot
1: less painful than a regular birth.
0: I I don't think I've heard this word before. Birth. The noun is a ship's allotted place at a wharf or dock or a fixed bed or bunk on a ship, train, or other means of transport. I think he's using that word to be like, I'm giving her a little more leeway in what she gets away with during her first week. Hmm. I don't think he used that word correctly. That doesn't seem to make sense. Okay, whatever. I admit to giving her a wide (laughs) berth. Okay. I don't like that. Stop saying that. Berth. Stop. But that is just because during her first week before we'd been introduced, I was getting onto the elevator and noticed someone had dropped a key card in the lobby. I recognized her face and approached her at her desk when I got to our floor. She looked apprehensive about me approaching her, so I slapped on a smile and went to speak. I just got out and, excuse me, but I think before she interrupted with what sounded like a pre prepared speech about how she <laughs> wants to keep work and personal life separate. Oh no. And didn't wish to engage unless it was work-related. I didn't say anything and just placed her card (laughs) on her desk and left it at that. She approached me at lunch that day to apologize, and she said she thought I was asking her out, but did so in front of a crowd of people to whom I then had to explain myself. Overall, she made me uncomfortable... and feel guilty for being friendly so I tend to follow her rules and only send her emails in group threads but seeing as I'm something of a social hub in and outside of work this had apparently had an effect on others kind of distancing themselves too so am I the asshole for following her rules of engagement p.s. I have a partner of four years who works with us in a different department no
1: she's the asshole
0: She is the asshole, but I feel like O.P. is a little bit full of himself, just the way he (laughs) Okay, O.P.
1: is definitely full of himself, but O.P. has done nothing wrong. No,
0: no, no, I know. It's just so funny how in, like, every paragraph he's like, I have a job. Everyone loves me, by the way. I went to go give her card back. I am a social hub in and out of the office. Like, it's part of my job description to make sure that everybody's happy. I host dinners. You're like, okay, cool. Well, we love a confident king. That is so embarrassing that
1: that girl did that. Like,
0: imagine your coworker giving you back your ID card that you dropped and then you saying, sorry, I don't want to engage outside of work-related topics. And he goes, okay, here's your ID card oh my for work God. God. I would she literally, goes I thought you were asking me out I would drop dead I can't I think she has to quit <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding I think she has to get a new face and a new name And leave the country.
0: (laughs) That is giving the same energy of when you're checking out at a store and they're like, phone number? And the girl goes, I have a boyfriend. (laughs) And they're like, it's for the rewards. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think you're an asshole, but I feel like you could have made a more lighthearted joke and been like, haha, the reason why. Or you could kind of just go up to her and be like, hey, I'm not asking you out. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, but be like, be like hey, I know I didn't include you on all the emails that involved events outside of work, but I know that you mentioned you like to keep work and friendships separate. Uh, Like, I don't know. I feel like he could be super lighthearted about it and be like, do you want me to add you to those emails? Like, that would be the most professional. And then once you get to know her a little more and create more of a personal rapport, maybe then you can start initiating the jokes of like, remember when you thought I was going to ask you out? (laughs) Yeah. Because I found your ID card. I
1: mean, you could also just do like a total power move and like, no, you know what? No, that's just me being an asshole. I'm not going to say that. But <laughs> Wait, I need to know I that. was going to say just like continue to not include her in stuff and be like, this is what she wanted. Yeah. But, I like, feel like that would yeah, be an asshole be too move. Don't be of an asshole. I'm just an asshole.
0: I think that the girl is probably nice enough and like the only thing she really did wrong was she thought... The cute guy at work was going to ask her out. So maybe she's full of herself. Maybe. Yikes. I don't know. I just don't think that either of them made that huge of a mistake. No, they didn't. They didn't. It's really not that big of a deal. I think this is something that's really not that deep. It's not that deep. She thought the cute popular guy was going to ask her out when he came up to her and approached her with a cute little smile on his face. She read the room wrong. That's humiliating. (laughs) It probably made OP be like, I don't know. I don't know why OP has this like little teeny bit of resentment towards her yeah. like I feel like just brush it off and invite her to he's stuff. probably just salty about... I feel like he's a little salty yeah right? he's just but I don't know salty. why because she didn't really do anything Oh, for rejecting him. She, like, in theory, rejected him. Maybe not
1: even rejection is the
0: word. I mean, I guess what it comes down to is rejection. Yeah, because if he was asking her out... Well, no, no, no. I was going to
1: say, regardless of even in a romantic way, he plans all the work outings. And she's like, I don't want to be involved in that. And he's like, okay. Like, I'll be the first to say I'm salty. Me and my counterpart at work are the two that are always like, let's plan outings. Let's all hang out. And when certain team members literally never want to come, we're like, okay... Yeah. We are butthurt that certain people never want to hang out with us. And it's fine. Yeah. You're, you're allowed to go to work and not want to be friends with your coworkers. But who wouldn't want to hang out with me and Rashida? Like, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like he has a bit of internalized resentment because he feels rejected by her. R-E-J-E-C-T-E-D. Rejected. I think Opie needs to check his ego. I was going to just start reading the next story, but I'll let you jump back in. Do you have any more stories?
1: Oh, oh,
0: it's just so fun to read the stories. I love reading. Hmm. I have more. Do you want me to take it back?
1: am I the asshole for being cold and dismissive to my boss who asks a lot of questions and claims he simply wants a friendly work environment he also claims certain questions are normal and required for an employer to ask about our personal life since our decisions might impact the company later on such as if I were to quit or get pregnant or they need to pay me oh my god I understand that it's a really tiny business and it makes sense if we get along and talk about life but he seems really inappropriate and unnecessary Necessarily invasive. He wants to know what I do after work, on weekends, what are my priorities in life, who I spend my time with. He even thought it was appropriate to ask if I ever had a miscarriage.
0: What?
1: I say to him that some things are just too private, that I only share with my close family and friends, and he is not entitled to certain information. I told him I want to keep my personal life separate from work and that he's being way too nosy and naggy. He's called me boring, antisocial, and saying that I am being too secretive, which makes him think I am holding back some big dark secret. When I react negatively, he says he's just joking. I don't know. Am I really just being sensitive or mean here? But I just don't think it's right that just because because it's a small team working closely together that we're supposed to share and talk about everything.
0: Wow, he's out of line. Yeah. This that's is insane. so crazy. No, you're not wrong at all. He is absurd. Yeah.
1: First of all, you're not even allowed to ask in like interviews if someone's planning on getting pregnant or having a baby anytime soon because yeah. they can't determine if that's going to make them hire you or not because that's discrimination. So they're literally not even allowed to ask that. Pro tip, if you ever go into an interview and they say, oh, you're planning on having kids anytime soon, you are literally allowed to say, you're not supposed to ask me that. I'm don't want to answer
0: wow that's crazy that he's asking you that have you ever had a miscarriage what do you do on the weekends out of line I would just hold your ground and just continue to be like oh I'd rather just talk about work-related topics and have that like politician like celebrity answer you know what she should do
1: she should write to the woman in the other story and ask her for her speech about how she wants to keep work and private life separate. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, really hold that ground.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I would just have, like... A signature line ready and mm-hmm. every single time he asks you a question like that just say the line oh i'd rather yeah. only talk about work related topics and then he's like but come on just tell me what are you doing this weekend oh i'd rather just talk about work related topics And just keep saying it because I feel like if you really, really hold your ground, he is going to check himself after a while. And he's going to also get it through his head that no matter what he asks you, he's going to get the same answer unless it's about work. So I feel like just hold your ground or get a new job. But I also think that if you really love your job and this is the only problem, I feel like just using that communication to just like put him in his place could help you and it might get worse before it gets better it might get yeah. like oh now you have a political
1: answer and oh you ever gonna speak or like oh you're yeah we're gonna let up on this listen men don't know how to take no for an answer yeah this man is going to get worse before he gets better
0: yeah hold your ground stay strong yeah i feel like just stay strong that's all you can do. Unless you leave the workplace, you almost have to train this man like he's a dog. You have to Pavlov dog him into never asking you about your personal life. Yeah. Maybe, like, get a taser or something. No, not a taser. Mm. A laser. A shock collar. I was going to say a laser and, like, point it in his eye yeah. or something. I know a spritz bottle. <laughs> spritz
1: his nose. Hey, what are you doing? The spritz? Have you ever had a spritz? <laughs> are you thinking going spritz?
0: Are you going to have a get... <laughs> Exactly. You know but what? But make sure you don't sprint too early, like the girl in the last story. Right. Because he might quite honestly
1: be asking if you're coming to the meeting this afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Hey, are you going
0: to be coming? Sprint.
1: Oh, shoot. That's embarrassing. Yeah, that
0: would embarrass you. Yeah, I would really just hold your ground. Pavlov dog the man. Train him like a dog. Or get a new job. But I think that you are powerful and you can do it. And you don't have to get a new job. No. I think this guy just doesn't have a clue I hope that's definitely just an idiot
1: yeah like I have definitely heard of more toxic work environments than this yeah I think that if it's just one person being annoying and nosy and maybe kind of rally your troops like ask like just let your teammates know hey when boss says these things to me I really don't like it it makes me uncomfortable so maybe next time he's around asking those questions can you either just like not feed into it or just kind of say like oh why don't we talk about this later type of thing yeah like if you trust your other I mean hopefully you have coworkers you can lean on let them know mm-hmm. you know
0: and then I guess it is a small company so I can see where he's coming from because in his mind he's like oh I gotta look out for my business like if she's gonna have a kid in three years. I have to mentally prepare yeah. for that or physically prepare for it. So I get it. It's still not right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. That's dang. Crazy boss.
1: Yeah.
0: Aaron and I worked. It was my first job, Aaron's second job. We worked in a business and had the creepiest boss. And it was a food place mm. and it was a very small business. So everyone knew each other pretty well and this guy was so creepy and weird and just gave the weirdest vibes and majority of the people that worked there were girls. We were 15 and 16 probably when we yeah. worked here and looking back, I'm like there were so many things where I wish I would have stood up for myself just a little mm. bit more. Obviously, hindsight is 2020 20, when you're 15 working for the first time. 15 and Somebody your boss is asking you they'll hire you I was gonna say asking you out of line questions
1: you're gonna answer them yeah
0: I just think it's really important to stand up for yourself in any setting even if the person that is questioning you is your boss or has yeah. authority over you because it doesn't even matter also it's a job like there's a million jobs you can have and there's other people that you could work for yeah that wouldn't be doing these creepy ass things to you so i'm not
1: sure when this story was written but there is no shortage of jobs right now yeah totally walk away if you have to walk away yeah
0: but hopefully you won't have to yeah yeah
1: but yeah hold your ground spritz bottle whatever you got to (laughs) do
0: Am I the asshole for making a coworker upset when I corrected her that we were just coworkers and not friends? Aww. Oh my God. I have a personal story that I want to share after this if it's okay. relevant. Kind of a weird post, but it just happened, so I want to know if I'm the asshole. I just left a job that I had for over two years. During that time, I had come to like many of my coworkers, but I didn't consider them friends, as in my opinion, friends are people who you hang out with and are able to text. Text and call out of the blue. I understand that my opinion of a friend may not be the universal definition of a friend, but I have used this definition in my life and I consider people who fit the above description friends. All others are coworkers and colleagues, so if I don't hang out or text you about non work related things, then I am not your friend. On my last day of work, a former coworker of mine kept saying that they would miss me and kept referring to me as their friend. I reminded them that while I enjoy their company at work, I don't consider us to be friends. They were confused as they thought we were. I reminded them that every time I asked them to hang out outside of work, they would say no and give me reasons that ranged from understandable to ones that were, well, obvious that they just didn't want to hang out with me. I soon realized that maybe we weren't going to be friends and that I had a co-worker that was a colleague who I could talk to during work hours. I let them know that I only consider people my friend if I hang out with them outside of work. They tried to laugh it off as if I was not being serious. <laughs>
1: Oh my god this is like the girl that spoke too soon like ha ah, yeah. ha ah, good one no I'm serious let's continue
0: yeah I told them I was serious and that I would consider them a co-worker they got upset and said that <laughs> and said that friends come in all different varieties and that we were friends because we had conversations at work I politely informed them that while they might see that as a friendship I did not I saw us as co-workers my co-worker got quiet and didn't continue the conversation then they called me an asshole for making them upset I was confused as it was a cordial conversation. Am I the asshole for making my coworker upset that I didn't consider them a friend? Shoot. Okay. Okay. I have a few different opinions. So I'm going to try to maintain clarity in my answer as I describe this. Okay. Part of me is like, Yeah, you're an asshole because you didn't have to just, like, drill it into them that you don't consider them a friend.
1: We're not friends. We're not friends. Spritz them on the nose. We're not
0: friends. Because, like, if you don't consider them a friend, in theory, you will never see this person again. Right, so just walk away. Yeah, so, like just brush it off right on another one of our videos somebody commented on it and raised a good point the situation was someone wanted to borrow money from their sister and I said oh you should just be like sorry I can't help you but one of our viewers commented and was like well that's technically a lie because you can help them but you just won't help them Mm -hmm. and I was like okay that's true like you're right that technically if you break it down it is a lie because you can help them but you just choose not to. But at the same time, if you're choosing not to, I think that's a version of can't.
1: Yeah. And I
0: don't necessarily think it's a lie, but... Anyway, I kind of feel like this, just omitting the fact that you don't consider this person a friend, yes, if you break it down to black and white, I guess you could call it a lie. But in some situations, there's just certain information that is irrelevant or rude. I think it's just more polite and easier to just omit the information. Right. Whether it's rude or not, it's just better left unsaid. Exactly. So in theory, you could be like, well, if you didn't tell her to her face oh, we're not friends, you're lying to her. Well, I guess, no. in a way, you are. But, like, it's something that just is so irrelevant and doesn't matter. Right. And it's only going to hurt someone else's feelings. Yeah.
1: And just because you don't consider someone a friend doesn't mean they don't consider you a friend. Just because this, yeah. this OP sounds like they have a very strict definition of what a friend is. Yeah,
0: and guidelines. Yeah, and, like, friends
1: come in all different flavors. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> people have different definitions of friendship and you're allowed to see things differently. And just because you might not think that they're a friend to you, you might be a friend to them. Like, maybe they don't have friends that they can see outside of work. Like, you might really be what they have as a friend. Yeah,
0: but I still don't think that he would be wrong. Like, if they were having an open and honest conversation, I don't think that he would be wrong to be like, oh, I didn't consider you a friend because I've asked you to hang out multiple times and you always say no. But it seems like they weren't having this open and honest no. communication They were at this guy's like goodbye party Basically on his last day of work And he's just like drilling it And just yeah. let it go at that point It honestly sounds more like
1: uh, Hey I came over to say goodbye And you were like F you It's
0: almost like being like Well I never liked you anyway Just leave it out It doesn't matter Just say your goodbyes Irish goodbye
1: If you can't say a nice goodbye Irish goodbye Like you don't need to And it's
0: like even if it's true It doesn't mean it's necessary to share in that setting. Right. And it doesn't mean you're lying or, like, whatever. But I just think it's kind of rude to be like, we're not friends because it's just (laughs) irrelevant. Right. Here's my personal story. This has happened to me twice. Twice. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. These are good stories. These are ridiculous. Okay. I have told multiple people of my actual friends these stories and people laugh hysterically because they're just like, and what was the reason? Okay. So the first time... I was working in a clothing store for two summers, and it was a department store in a little beach town. So there's these different sections. There's the men's, the juniors, the women's, the gifts, whatever. So I would just get placed in the men's section a lot, and all the guys that worked there, because there was only like four of them, would always get put in the men's section. So I would talk to these like four guys basically every single shift. And you work for eight hours in a clothing store. All you do is fold up clothes, hang them up and bring mm. people out. Like you have a lot of time to talk to people and get to know people. And it's also a small town and everyone lives in this little beach town. So everyone kind of knows each other. We're all neighbors. OK, so there's this one guy. I talked to him so often. His sister also worked there and all the girls would hang out get ice cream like after work. I wouldn't consider this person a friend of mine, but we were friendly and we were co-workers. I could tell you where he lived on the shore, where he was from, what college he went to, what his major was, his sister's college, her major. I knew that they were the only two siblings they had. I knew so much about him because I talked to him all the time and I asked him questions. We go back next summer, the second summer. He still works there. I get put on a shift with him. We're both in the same men's section. I start talking to him. I'm like, oh, hey, how's school? How's the name of your college? Like, how's your major going? Here's your major, blah, 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 blah. He looked at me so confused. He was like looking at me like I was an alien. He was so confused as to why I was talking to him. And he literally said to me, I was so confused when you came over to me earlier and started talking to me because we aren't friends <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't have to be friends to talk to your coworker I literally
0: was like okay I was like we were friendly like what I was so confused like I would get it. If I was a bitch all summer, if I ignored him, if I didn't know his first name, I know everything about you. But also not even, like, (laughs)
1: about the fact that you know, like, everything about him and he's now saying we're not friends. Like... For example, I'm not friends with a lot of my coworkers. I just met a bunch of them, to be honest. And I would never consider them a friend at this point in my life. Yeah. But they come to work every day. They show me pictures of their kids. I know what their kids' names are, what they got for Christmas, how they spent the holidays, like, where they went for New Year's. Yeah. And I come in after the holidays, and I'm like, did the kids get what they wanted for Christmas? They're not like... We're not friends. I know. Like, you just told me this information about you. It would be more rude of me not to ask. I
0: know. That's why I'm like, why would you say that to me? Like, even if you don't consider us friends, we're working together on the same shift. Why would you come up to me and be like, I was so confused as to why you were talking to me because we're not friends. <laughs> I was like, what? And I knew it wasn't because this guy didn't like me. Like, we genuinely talked a lot. I was like, just a weird freaking flex, weird ass flex to come up to my face on day one of the summer and be like, we're not friends. I'm like, oh, thank you so much for clarifying. Kelly
1: literally walked up to this man and was like, hey, how's school? And he hit her with the spritz bottle. He literally was like, like, nope, not today. Spray.
0: In the freaking surf shop, in the men's (laughs) section. I was like, damn. Yeah, he really hit you with that spritz bottle. Guys, I wish I could say that was the only time this happened to me, but it's not. Here we go. Story number two. Okay. So... Went to high school, 375 people in my grade. Everyone's in a homeroom with 20 people. You're in the same homeroom all four years. Everyone got to know each other so well. You saw them every single day for four years. Our homeroom teacher was great. We all got along. We all bonded, or at least I thought we did. We even all had a homeroom dinner senior year right before graduation because we were like, guys, we love each other, blah, 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 blah. Okay, specifically, there's this one guy that I didn't hang out with this person, like, in my close personal friend group outside of school, but I had multiple classes with him throughout high school, and I would talk to him in homeroom. Yes, it wasn't my best friend, but we were quite friendly, I would say. I graduate high school. I go to college. It's probably junior, senior year of college, so we're three or four years out of high school. I go to a bar in our local town. I see a shit ton of people from my high school. My cousin... Was hanging out with them. And then there's a couple other people that were there that I was actually friends with. So, of course, I go up to my cousin. I'm like, oh, hey, talking to him. I say hi to all the people that he's with because we were all in the same grade in high school. And even if you're not friends, I just think it's the polite thing to do. It's just like, hi, even if you don't start a conversation with them. I think it is polite to acknowledge people that you went to school with for four years. Mm -hmm. So, I'm saying hi to them. I'm talking to all of them. The reason that I'm kind of like hanging out longer than I typically would is because my cousin is there and we're close. So I was talking to him and then this one other person that I was actually friends with. We're hanging out. We're talking, whatever. Hours later, this guy comes up to me. This guy from my homeroom literally says to my face, I was so confused why you're talking to me because we were not friends in high school. Okay. (laughs) what was the reason yeah like like you just came over here out of your way to say to my face we were not friends in high school and for what literally for (laughs) what like
1: you went out of your way to come up to me to say we weren't like I'm not just what who just (laughs) scopes someone out across the bar and walks I know we weren't friends
0: okay buddy Especially if one of my friends that I was with was cousins with that other person. Like, that's the main reason why I'm talking to your friends. Because your friend group is standing with my cousin. Like
1: see like the kid in the last story you were like hey how are you and he spritzed you in the face (laughs) this guy came from around the bar scoped you out and and without without you saying anything he sprayed you like you looked at him and he was like not today
0: and the conversation was like over like it was way later after we did the whole like how have you been yada 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 like whatever and then he came back and he was like we were not friends in high school and i'm like that is not the point. Like, what? I just think that if, no, I know that if anyone that went to my high school came over to me in a random setting that we happened to bump into each other and was doing the polite small talk, how have you been, whatever, and then they walked away, if I was best friends with them, if I never spoke to them before, I would never go up to them and be like, why are you talking to me? We were not friends. Maybe I'm trying to be friends with you now.
1: Oh, yeah. There are plenty of people. And like, let's be honest, alcohol changes people. There are plenty of people in our hometown bar that I see from high school that come up to me, strike a conversation. And I'm like, I never said two words to you in my life, but I have never once looked them in the eye and been like, we're going to cut this short because we're not friends.
0: Yeah. Also, if you have something in common with someone, you're just, like, more likely to talk to them, even if they're a complete stranger. Right. So, like, even if I was a complete stranger to this person, why are you, like, looking me in the eye? I mean, like, I'm confused as to why you're talking to me. I'm like, oh, so sorry. Let sorry. Me just... <laughs> I didn't
1: realize because we weren't friends four years ago that I can't have a conversation with
0: you I now. know. I'm like, oh, I will just, I will see myself out and I will never talk to you again and I will never come back to this bar. <laughs> Oh my God. No, I, I know the guy like wasn't trying to be mean or it didn't seem like he was trying to be mean, but I'm just like, you don't need to say every thought that comes to your mind. Right. You just don't need to or say it once I leave to your friends and be like, right. oh, that say was it so, behind my back. Yeah. Be like, oh, that was so odd that she talked to us for so long. Like we barely talked in high school. You don't need to say it to my face. We were not friends. Yeah. If you're I'm gonna... like, oh, thank you for yeah. thank you for clarifying.
1: Yeah. If you're going to talk shit to it behind my back. Okay. There's and like, there is no reason to say it to my face. Yeah. If you're going to talk shit and you're going to do it to my face, you better give me a good reason why you're saying it to my face. Don't waste my time to talk shit on me. Say it to someone else. Okay.
0: Yeah. So whether you think we're friends or not, that's none of my
1: business. I don't care what you think about me. Okay. Don't waste my time with it. Thank you. I think that if you have nothing nice to say, say it behind my back. (laughs) (laughs)
0: that's so true it's so true I don't care I feel like our podcast it really doesn't get many hate comments like it really most of the feedback is good so thank you so much to our listeners but the occasional hate comment will slip through and I'm just like all of this and for what? Right. Like, you could have just scrolled. You could have just clicked off. But you stayed and let my like, voice play into your yeah. speakers. Like, I'm like don't just... give
1: yourself arthritis from using your fingers to type out a hateful comment. Use your voice. Say it to your friends.
0: Yeah, say it to your
1: friends. Tell your friends how much you hate our podcast.
0: Yeah, and Spread encourage the word. them to listen to it and be like, do you hate it too? Make
1: your own opinions. Yeah. You hate Kelly. You never wanted to be her friend in high school. You hate me. Well, You probably don't hate Wait,
0: me. Wait, where is this going? <laughs>
1: You can hate our podcast. No. But don't comment on it. Tell people about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's why I always say if you love our podcast, please rate it five stars. And if you hate it, please rate it five stars. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's crazy that that happened to me multiple times. Yeah. I was like, I think at least I was nice to people, even yeah. if I wasn't, fr- I really don't think I was mean to people in high school, even if I wasn't friends with you. So I'm like, what was the reason? Like just keep in mind everyone and I'm going to keep it in mind too. We don't need to say every thought that comes to our mind. Sometimes we can just think it and move on. Mhm. Okay. And if you don't want to be my friend,
1: <clears throat> just walk away. You don't have to say yes. it. To I I've had plenty of people walk away from me, okay?
0: Yeah, don't plenty let the of people door walk hit you out you of the, our lives. Yeah, don't let the door hit you on the way out, <laughs> okay? yes but you don't have to turn around once you're gone open the door come back (laughs) in we're not friends and then go again that's when I hope it does hit you yeah
1: okay so if we're not friends please let the door hit you where the good lord (laughs) split you
0: so this guy this op I'm like what were we talking about again yeah anyway the question was am I the asshole maybe you're not an asshole for clarifying to this man that you don't like him or that you don't think he's a friend but I just don't think that you need to say every thought that comes to your head just let him go and go to your next job and never think about this so-called friend again facts let him live in blissful ignorance okay moving on amen I'll end on one wholesome story better be better not be friend related i think it's wholesome remember when i was like aaron's taking the lead and i fully hijacked took she <laughs> I,
1: hijacked my episode i hijacked the entire thing i'll have okay. to host an episode with someone else yeah someone i'm that friends be, with
0: <laughs> yeah someone i actually like yeah like goddamn, i could call all these people out but i'm not going to because not every thought that i have needs to be said out loud and okay. i don't need
1: to name everyone that i've
0: not been friends with yeah Next time I see someone I know that I'm not friends with, I'm not even going to say hi to them. I'm going to go up to them and I'm going to say, hey, you and me, not friends. (laughs) I'm going to do it at work tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) JK, this is my job. So (laughs) you're my coworker. Okay. At my fiance's work party, a girl that he's been training pulled me aside to talk about the way he is at work. I've been with my fiancé for three years. We're getting married in September. I've always had bad relationships and I never thought I'd end up with someone who I could trust implicitly and not question their loyalty. I wanted it badly, but I didn't think I would have it. For a long time now, i felt that trust with my fiancé, and it's such a good feeling to feel so secure in our relationship and not be constantly questioning what we are or where I stand with him, etc. I know he's been training a new girl at work. He's told me a little about her, and I've just been so proud of him that he's moved up enough in his company to be training someone that I haven't thought much about it. But at this work event, I met the girl he's been training, and she was pretty drunk, She came over to where I was sitting, and she told me she wanted to talk to me about my fiancé, and I gotta admit, my heart dropped a little. She started off by saying that there's a lot of weird people in their office. Had to say that. (laughs) Had to say that there's a bunch of weird people. At least she
1: did it behind their back.
0: True. True. Okay. But that my fiancé isn't one of them, and she really appreciates that. So... You can compliment someone without insulting other people, (laughs) just so you know. Okay. Oh, God. She then went on to say that if he isn't talking about work, then he's talking about me, and that he is head over heels in love with me and makes that evident daily. She told me how much she loves it when he talks about me, and that gives her hope. That she'll find someone like him someday. Frick. Okay, I'm gonna go from mad to sad real quick. She said she's going through a divorce currently after a very abusive relationship. She said she is so used to feeling objectified and sexualized, but that my fiancé doesn't make her feel that way at all. She told me he doesn't look at her or any other girls in the office in that way and that he is so respectful, encouraging, and supportive, and just a breath of fresh air. She told me over and over how happy she is that we're together and my heart was just bursting the whole time. At one point, namely the beginning of our relationship, I would have felt so threatened by this. I wasn't secure enough in myself to hear things like this from another girl and not feel insanely jealous, but I was blown away tonight because I didn't feel jealous or threatened in the slightest. I just felt overwhelmingly proud of him for being the man that he is and glad that he makes his female co-workers feel safe. Aww... Wait. Yes. No, that's not it. Shoot. Yes, it's the bare minimum for a guy to treat a girl with respect. But unfortunately, guys don't always do that. In my experience, it makes me so thankful that he's mine and I'm his, and that he has such a good heart and soul. It makes me really glad to know that this girl is able to go to work and feel safe around him. And know that he isn't going to sexualize her or put her in uncomfortable positions. I'm proud of myself too for the growth I've undergone over the course of our relationship as well. Soon after we started dating I went to surprise him at work and I flipped out when I walked in and saw him talking to a girl in a proximity that I deemed too close. I cringed so hard looking back on it but it's where I was at the time. We both had issues to work through and we've both gone through therapy both together and individually. And I feel like we're at such a strong point now. This girl and I bonded over some shared interests and shared dislike of a few other people at our table. So I think I actually may have gotten a friend out of it, too. And I know someone will comment that they're just going to ditch me and run away together. And that's fine if you really think that. But keep it to yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Keep your dang (laughs) thoughts to yourself. (laughs) But I know my relationship and I'm really happy. So just know in advance that it won't get to me. Queen. I just hope this doesn't come across as bragging. It's absolutely not my intention. I just have had a few drinks and my heart's been exploding all night, and I just needed to type it all out and get it off my chest. So thank you. Aww. That's so
1: sweet. Wait, I have, have, have to say this because I feel like I complain so much about like my job sometimes. And the first half of that story about like the person who trained them being like, I could have written the first half of this story because when I started at my job. I work in a very female-dominated f- um, field. Um, majority of our doctors are women. All the nurses are women. All of the medical assistants, most of the staff are women. And the only male nurse that I know trained me. And he was exactly this, like phenomenal. Yeah. And from day one, he would talk about how he met his what? This man. She's she's from the South, like Alabama or Georgia or something, but chose to live in Thailand. This man met her while she was living in Thailand, and he would fly for long weekends That's from crazy. Philadelphia to Thailand to spend a weekend with her. Anyway, he, he is just like one of the best people. Yeah. and. Just like how OP was saying that the girl was like, oh, there's some weird people here. Like I work for a huge, huge, huge um, hospital system. We have so many locations, whatever. And there's just so many people. And of course there's weirdos, right? (laughs) But you don't have to say it. No, but like there's people that not everyone likes each other. And I'm just so grateful for this nurse that trained me. And I know that he trained some of the other nurses that I am very close with now. And although we work at four different locations we all have a group chat where we talk every day about you know we still need help with work and like this one guy is always there for us and recently we went to a work sponsored outing and he was there was with his wife and we were all just like so excited when we saw her walk in like we were like yeah she's here like Aww. we figured he was coming but like oh yeah I'm so excited to see her because like we talk to him all the time we don't get to yeah. see her and it was just like it's literally like I could have written the first half of that story. I mean I could have written more of it if I spent more time with this guy and heard him I'm talking more about his wife, but like, yeah. it's just so cute because I literally heard that story and like my heart lit up because I was like, oh, that's me and my coworkers talking
0: about our one co-worker
1: because yeah. we love him
0: that's so wholesome yeah Aww. i hope it gives hope to all the people that are in shitty working situations because they're yeah. like oh wait it doesn't have to be like this like some people have really positive work environments and that can be you too and you can be the person that makes it positive true you can be
1: op's husband who like is that person for someone else that's a great point we should all strive uh, to be like op's husband i'm so grateful that i have op's husband at my Work,
0: yeah, and
1: I hope that someday I am OP's husband for the next person,
0: yeah, totally. Oh, that's so sweet, and also, not every relationship involves cheating, some relationships Aww. involve full trust. Isn't that amazing? Not all relationships
1: are about work wives and work husbands. Yeah. The next time I hear that, I'm going to bring out the spritz bottle. I'm (laughs) done with that. That phrase. Yeah, work wife, miss me with that. All right, let's take away our, our key pearls from this conversation. Okay. Key pearls. What was our? What were the first few stories
0: we read? I don't remember because they were so long ago. We okay. read one about... Oh, crab pants <laughs> are crab a no-go pants. in
1: the professional environment. You have to Pavlov dog train a lot of men in a lot of situations. You don't have to tell everyone that they're not your friend Or that you were never friends with them if they're just trying to be friendly.
0: And you don't have to tell everyone every thought that pops into your head. Right.
1: You can absolutely keep things to yourself no matter what your boss says. Yeah. You are allowed to use a spritz bottle if someone gets on your nerves. Don't quote us on that. (laughs) It might not work at every office, but some it might work. And you need to be the guiding light to someone at your office.
0: Yeah, don't be the work husband, don't be the work wife, you creepy little people. (laughs) Be the work mom, (laughs) Mom? angel, guardian angel, friend, companion, the work friend. You can
1: say that we're not friends, but you can be the work friend.
0: Yeah, we
1: learned a lot on this episode. Yeah, we did. I'm going to go be toxic AF at work tomorrow. Just, to, prove yeah. little, just yeah. to throw a little razzle-dazzle in and <laughs> prove a point. Just because we're in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> just kidding. I like my coworkers and my patients and my job. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to be a little goofy, though.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. I hope you liked this episode that I claimed Aaron would lead, but then I stole it if you liked it when I was
1: leading it rate it five stars if you liked it when Kelly led it rate it five stars if you didn't like
0: it at all rate it five stars if you weren't friends with us in high school rate it five stars regardless of how you feel about us rate us five stars okay thank you guys so much for listening we love you we appreciate you and we'll see you in the next one Bye. bye